0: Let's jump on over to Saints Row 4, which uh, came out in 2013.
1: Right, I remember it coming out.
0: Um, it had three different versions: there's Saints Row 4, Saints Row 4 Game of the Century Edition, and then Saints Row 4 Re-elected, which right. well, Re-elected re- is the remastered version.
1: Remastered? It wasn't really remastered, though. It was just pretty it was much just... an
0: all-in-one package upgraded to the current gen consoles yes
1: the okay let's focus on this second uh title though you had Saints Row 4 and then Saints Row 4 game, game of, the of, of the century am i correct in saying that that was the million dollar copy
0: The game of the century was the kind of... So you know how Resident Evil is doing this right now. You know how Resident Evil 8 had like the standard and deluxe edition? The deluxe was supposed to be everything that came with it. Mm -hmm. And now in October, they're releasing the seasonal content, but re-releasing the game with Resident Evil 8 Village Gold Edition. Right. Which has everything the deluxe edition had. But will also come with this season pass content. Mm
1: -hmm. Seven
0: did this and eight's doing it now. Um, Game of the Century Edition is kind of Saints Row's gold edition. Where it was all in one package.
1: Okay. Now, am I correct in saying that one of the pre-orders for Saints Row 4 was a million dollar? Yes. There, okay. there, Saints
0: Row 4 I, think I couldn't remember if it was record. 3 or 4 I think it holds the record Saints Row 4 holds a record for being the most expensive pre-orderable game and it's because it came with a real live car it came with a dubstep gun and this is not just in game content this is real life shit it came with a car it came with the dubstep gun from the game um it came with like just a bunch of outrageous
1: stuff that you got and the kicker is it did not equal it did not equal a million dollars it actually came up shy by like a couple hundred thousand if i remember correctly
0: i think so yeah i i I don't know if it actually ever did get pre-ordered and bought i have no idea if someone really did david we'll i look will
1: that up for you guys i will look that up but um
0: saints row 4 reelected because i'll just talk about the reelected edition which was uh the remastered i which you can't really say it's remastered because there's no graphical upholds or anything they just literally ported it. it it was the saints row 4 port for xbox one or ps4 um i did like saints row 4 compared to three it's not that my most favorite one but i think what they did with it because again the progression of your character because you play the same guy through all of them with one being player two boss i think three you're still just the boss
1: yeah yeah
0: no you're the icon
1: no you're just called the boss though
0: the boss to four you become the president of the motherfucking united States because you shawnee pierce and a new character named asha go and hunt down cyrus temple who is the leader of stag and three who is the main bad guy who becomes a terrorist launches a nuke at washington so in the intro cut scene you're just climbing this rocket that's like going over washington hearing your crew that you've worked with for so long give their final goodbyes to you and then asha being like uh yeah you know i I just met you and uh yeah this I guess is sad and then you landing in the Oval Office in the chair and just putting the feet up on the desk and be like I could get used to this
1: okay so awesome real quick yeah here is everything that was in the super dangerous Wad Wad edition which is the million dollar package Jesus Saint's Row 4 Commander-in-Chief Edition, which was the game in all the DLCs. A full-size replica dubstep gun. A full day of spy training. A trip to space with Virgin Galactic. One year's membership of E25 Supercar Club and a Lam- uh, Lamborghini uh, Gallardo. I'm really sorry for butchering the name of that one. Plastic surgery of the purchaser's choice. Shopping spree with a personal shopper to create the ultimate Planet Saints wardrobe. Seven nights for two at the Jefferson Hotel in Washington. Hostage rescue experience. A brand new Toyota Prius and insurance to give something back to the environment. Seven nights stay in the top royal suite in the uh, Barja al Arab with flights for two and i'm really sorry for butchering that one and yes it would cost less to buy them all separately jesus uh i don't know how much it would be yeah there's a lot of articles are like
2: don't buy it Um.
1: Uh,
0: well, on top of that, anybody with a million dollars is probably doing something more important than playing Saints Row. The total
1: the total cost for the million dollar bundle comes out to six hundred twenty nine thousand nine hundred seventy four dollars. So you would be dropping an extra three hundred thousand dollars.
2: That's ridiculous. That is very very ridiculous, but um,
0: let's let's go ahead and talk about Saints Row Four now. Um, the intro to the game, just with hunting down Cyrus Temple to five years later, actually being the president. Do you cure cancer or do you solve world hunger, David?
1: Cancer had a good run, but
2: uh, it's time for it to go. Same choice. they brought keith david back as actually keith david a lot of characters
0: make returns in this game you are kidding me what
1: okay this is breaking news the remat the the remake that is coming out in a couple weeks has an edition that is even more expensive than Saints Row 4's expensive edition.
0: The reboot has a more expensive edition? Saints
1: Row, made for life, $100 million edition.
0: You're kidding, right?
1: Nope. Become CEO of Volition and all the responsibility this is on the saintsrow.com website. Uh, book deal. Chronicle your, your rise to fame. Uh, mega yacht. One previous owner. Student loans are paid for. Private helicopter. Mostly bulletproof. A fleet of supercars. Saints Row waffle maker. Real life pinata gun.
0: Okay. Obviously, they're trolling. Okay. Whoo,
1: whoo. It's very, very, very small print. It goes, hashtag April Fool's 2022.
0: I was like, obviously, they're trolling themselves and making fun of themselves. You had me at that become CEO of Volition. I was like, either they really hate their job or the, it's a troll. Yeah. But as I was saying beforehand, the alien invasion of the Zen Empire coming to the world and pretty much taking you Because you're the badass that went from low-level street thug to POTUS is essentially the concept of the game.
1: Well, the reason that he takes you is he's taking anybody who he sees as high-ranking or highly intelligent, if I remember correctly. Also, one last thing, nobody ever bought the million-dollar edition, and it was delisted. So nobody's able to uh i was really shocked there with the the april fool's joke it got me for a minute there it i was, was like, like you're no fucking
0: kidding you're fucking kidding me right a 100 million dollar as soon as you it, said become ceo me. i was like okay it's it's a it's a joke
1: but no i yeah I yeah anyway i mean we don't have to go through detailing how the game went they can literally watch the game, Tim. Okay,
2: well, I'm wanting to talk about it. I'm not flipping you off.
1: I was. No, I, <laughs> I
0: was. I was. What? What's something anyway. you think Saints Row Four did right?
1: Saints Row Four, being able to save the vehicle as soon as you get into it. Granted. Once you got superpowers, do you even need the vehicles anymore?
0: I think it was amazing adding in superpowers. I know I gave the 3 shit for taking us out of the realism of it all. But the fact that you're in a simulation made it to where I didn't really care about realism anymore. Right. And... Like it was just fun being able to fly around, run, sprint, jump, glide through a virtual steel port. Right. I think the story they did for Saints Row 4 also was just a little bit better than three. Cause it it gave it gave more of a personality to the characters. It advanced the storyline for them a bit better. Cause I feel like the storyline for three was muddled and mm-hmm. nobody really went anywhere. Whereas right. you see the president, because at this point in time, again, you're the president, you see him interact more with the characters. When you actually have them as homies, they talk to each other, which is something that I really, really appreciated about Ford because you got background context from previous games on how they felt through audio logs, through conversations between people that you have with you, depending on who you have in your group, they would talk about past events or they would even talk about you with you standing there and talk about how they felt about certain things that happened in the franchise. And yeah. being the fact that Saints Row 4 is essentially the end of the boss's story, it adds a whole new layer of depth that's more appreciated. Because you're fleshing out people that didn't get time to be fleshed out like Ben King, Julius, um, you had Tanya, Marrow, veteran child, a bunch of people make a return because you're no longer in the real world. So they're able to give their I- ideals, their opinions, like there, there's a part where Marrow talks with like Shondi and Pierce if you have all three of them together where marrow actually genuinely expresses like sympathy over killing carlos and everything else and just like there there's moments where the characters bond with people they hated or they have a deeper relationship and understanding with people they liked right um other things i think they did right was obviously bringing back johnny gat I, I remember when I am not reading a script.
1: From my perspective, anytime you talk, you keep snapping back and like looking just under the camera. Um, I'm focusing on my like mouse pad
0: because my mouse pad stretches across my desk and has designs. So it helps me articulate my words a little bit better and my camera. So my monitors here for me to look at you but my webcam is actually right here
1: no I I, I know so. and for those of you who are listening and not watching Rune gestured to his left for where his monitor is and then he pointed back at the camera now but I
0: just I think I don't know if they knew Saints Row 4 would be the last for the boss's story but oh. we're with where it's at i am happy well obviously it's not the end because get out of hell has a little bit more to it
1: well it's so i feel like they when they were making four which four wasn't originally intended to be just a dlc for three and then they they were like all right you know what this is actually a bigger concept and then it just continued to kind of snowball i feel at that point they knew
0: meant to be a dlc too
1: Well, yeah but i feel like at that point they realized we kind of just blew up earth we kind of just ended our story and then got out of hell was a way of allowing other spinoffs to kind of um come out and i'm sorry we're, we're we're jumping ahead real quick there but Allowing a chance for them to rebranch out and get out of the corner that they just painted themselves into. Now, I'd, personally, I have only beaten Saints Row 4 once. I have beaten it three times now.
2: Yeah, three times.
1: And I'm not 100% you? certain that I didn't cheat. <laughs> and by cheating, it would have just been, you know, adding money or uh no just just would have been money
0: i just i think with what they did with the story because again unfortunately you didn't need respect to progress through the story you could just do everything in one chunk and run i literally beat saints row 4 in five hours Mm
2: -hmm. without
0: doing like any of the side missions and that's from start to the very last dlc it was like five to six hours there's a lot of very rememberable moments, obviously, with like Pierce in the carpool karaoke of the late Bismarckies. Um I'm spacing the name of the song. Got what I need. Just a friend. Just a friend. Bismarckies, just a friend. But it was like even, even Zignac, which is something I feel like they they kind of lacked in the last few games. Zignac was a charismatic character. Where it was like he wasn't badly done. Right. Obviously, he was a little repetitive with like, oh, you're disrupting my simulations. Leave. You're disrupting my simulations. Leave. You know what? Fuck it. You disrupt my simulations. Earth is gone. Fuck you.
1: Well, it was they were they were escaping. Yeah. And he did warn them. He told them, hey, if you try and escape, I will just blow up Earth.
0: And through our own ignorance, we lead to the deaths of millions of people. And I feel like with that being said, it also kind of changed the president as a character. Just in my own kind of headcanon, you become more remorseful for your actions. Because you have a a greater sense of responsibility than you did as the... So in my timeline, Saints Row 1, I was 20 years old. So that right. way, as each game progressed, I aged my character appropriately to the amount of years. So in Saints Row 4, my character is 37, 38,
1: around right. that age. And Which would have made him one of the youngest presidents because. Um,
0: 35, I think, is the youngest you could be to be a president or something. Right.
1: And I think, I want to say JFK. Was the youngest, at 35?
0: But it's like your character just experiences so much and changes that it was it was a really good conclusion to the story. You got to dive deeper into characters by seeing their fears. You got to see that, like, Shondi's development stemmed all from veteran child and losing Gat. Right. And then it was like you got to deal with two Shondis because you got the Saints Row 2 fun Shondi. Then you had Shondi Shondi which even had interesting dialogue as they reminisced or even talked about their change. Pierce took on a more role, a more mature role. Right. It was just everything was really well written, and it was something I appreciated a lot about the game. And then it also had its kooky, funny jokes and over-the-top meta action with, like, Metal Gear asha's entire simulated nightmare is metal gear with your evil twin
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was absolutely funny because you could you like the cardboard boxes say handle with care contain snakes if you die asha goes boss boss, boss. you hear mm-hmm. like enemy soldiers one of them's like, yeah, I went to the bathroom and just had a really solid snake. It, it was just, its funny. The jokes were great. Um, they brought in like Men in Black references with going to Let's Pretend and you got a little tiny, uh, the little tiny pistol from Men in Black, where if you fired it, it would throw you backwards. Right. There's was just, there's so much to love and enjoy about Saints Row 4. <laughs> And then it kind of made sense like Professor Genki was one of the people Zinyak captured. Um, Jane Austen. A lot of Jane Austen references. But it was... Well, I mean, it makes was,
1: sense seeing how when Saints Row 4 starts, she is the narrator. Matter of fact, she's a narrator in Gat Out of Hell, too.
0: Yeah, she is. But it was like, even in the DLCs with like um entered the dominatrix it brought back donnie who was in saints row one and two it um brought back zemos and other characters um the saints how the saints saved christmas was fun because you mm-hmm. got another version of shondi
1: right futures future shondi
0: and it was just it was funny and it was good and it was in a way where it was it set itself apart from other games it gave you the Saints Row vibe and it told a beautiful story.
1: Right. How and then it the really boss just from, Ooh, Sorry. How the boss went from getting the shit kicked out of him on a street corner to he is now the leader of the human race on a freaking spaceship.
0: But it also shows that your character is vulnerable and not all powerful as he's made out to be because it's shown through like dialogue with King that like your character begged King to become his chief of staff because he couldn't do it he was in over his head right and everything oh my god John
2: but um, I, I
0: think I've talked a lot about since before you say some things
1: well, I mean, like, what else can I say about Saints Row Four? Except for the fact that I've only ever really beaten it once and then I tried playing it a second time to play it with you, and then we were unable to get that to work, and I did not actually proceed back through. Give me a second.
2: We're gonna we're gonna pause. All right.
0: Okay so back on topic here with saints row four what were you saying about it
1: what else can i say except for the fact if i've only ever beaten it once and then the second time that i went to go beat it yes i'm doing this entire bit again uh the second time that i went to go play it with you i was not able we were not able to actually make that connection and i didn't I mean, go technically,
0: back to it when i spent that week with you we could have because you were able to join my game when i was at your house but then yes. we just did no man's
1: sky for the group channel and you know we we did other things
0: yeah but um with that being said about saints row 4 let's talk about its original dlc plan that turned into its own spinoff game gat out of hell what was your first impression on gat out of
2: hell
1: This is going to sound really bad, but my first thought is I really want to play as Kinsey. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. As a younger David, and still David. Still
0: to this day, Kinsey Kensington holds a very special spot in our game heart. I
1: have a crush on Kinsey. And so upon seeing that they had made a change to her character model, and I know you can attest to this, I was kind of a little upset, but upon actually seeing the model, I was okay with it. Now, Gat Out of Hell itself, I beat it like a long time ago. And then we currently beat it like less than a and then we yeah, we we beat it just a few. days ago ago. um but the first time i beat it i remember thinking to myself that was really quick
0: so yeah that's that's kind of where i
1: sit with it too we played the game and we granted to do the missions you have to do the side missions
0: it's all side missions
1: yeah, it's it's all side missions, in which I think it actually uh, commented on the fact that it was all side missions.
0: Yeah, Gat does make a comment about it.
1: Um, it's a small map. It, it's clear that it was intended for a DLC. And we beat it in practically one sitting in a span of about three We beat three it in hours.
0: three hours. It took yeah. us 3 hours to beat the game and that was even with us like exploring around collecting clusters, finding like a few viewpoints, a few tomes. Right. Cuz all all we did for Gat of Hell in our playthrough was we did the loyalty missions for everybody but Vlad.
1: No, we didn't. No, the- no, no. We 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 did we did everybody. We did were able loyalty. to beat the entire game by just doing the loyalty missions.
0: Yeah. Which, so, to speak on it, uh, for those of whom who don't know, Gat Out of Hell takes place shortly after the events of Saints Row 4. It is Mm -hmm. Kinsey's birthday. Um, Matt decides to have the brilliant fucking idea to play with a Ouija board. Because that's how all good stories start. And uh, the president essentially gets kidnapped by Satan himself to marry his daughter Jezebel. To which the devil's is like, daughter,
1: not the president's daughter.
0: Did I say the president's daughter?
1: No, but we're, I'm just clarifying oh. just in case somebody in the comments oh, or somebody's okay. going to contact us and say, wait, it's not the president's daughter. No, it's not the president's daughter. It's Satan's daughter, Jezebel.
0: To which Johnny is like, that's my best friend. I'm going to go save him. Kinsey's like, fuck it. It's my birthday. I'm going with you. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Oh, okay. And they
2: so go to hell.
1: They Yeah, they go to hell and essentially they're back within the same day. They're back within a couple hours. Yeah.
2: Well, depending. And we'll, we'll get to that.
1: Oh, yeah yeah. Okay.
0: So I like the fact that they brought back characters like Dex, Dane Vogel. And the Viola or the DeWinter sisters. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a cool concept to add Blackbeard, Vlad the Impaler, William Shakespeare, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Jezebel.
1: I love the the musical (laughs) song that they had.
0: Yeah, oh my god, the musical number of seeing Gat and Kinsey sing is probably the
1: and then the the following scene when Jezebel starts singing, they're like, "No, no we, we already again. did that. We're we're not doing we're that not again. Doing that
0: shit again." Oh, okay. <laughs> it just it further cements the fact that Johnny Gat is one of the most badass video game characters. I really he's like cool. Daniel Day Kim too, as well. So he's definitely up there. Um, I again, just like Saints Row Three, there's not a lot I could talk about. The concept of the game was really good. It's probably one of the stronger up there on the list of my favorites, but the fact that the game could be beaten in three hours and it had no main mission missions other than disrupting the wedding. Right. Was kind of eh. It
2: was
1: like a mess.
0: I don't know how much they sold it for.
1: I I don't think it was a full price. I want to say that it was only like. 30 bucks at most
0: but i mean it was still one of the more funner saints row games to play as well so let's let's obviously talk about the main importance of Get out of hell and the reason why it is a good saints row game and it's the endings Get out of hell had six endings so with Get out of hell you could either listen to nathan fillion's voice of god and accept his offer to go to heaven and have Gat be reunited with Aisha. Mm-hmm. You could take God's off- offer to be the new ruler of hell. Which you rule alongside your lieutenants, Dane Vogel. And I think he brings in everybody else down to rule hell. I don't I don't remember because I didn't watch the ending for it. There is the ending on which God allows the saints to find an alien planet to inhabit and rebuild life.
2: 22?
1: 20. It was
0: 20. only $20. Oh, okay. There was the ending where God allowed you to find a planet, re-inhabit it, a new planet. There is the ending in which um, God bestows all knowledge to
1: Johnny, well, it was it it was um God will answer all of Johnny's questions, which have you ever actually done that ending? No. If I'm not mistaken, Johnny asks God, uh, how do you make the perfect omelet? Wow. Yeah. I mean, granted, I don't eat omelets. I don't eat wow. eggs, but...
0: <laughs> that is that is an important question. But then you got the reset earth ending which i think would just reset the timeline and then there was the recreate earth which spun off into agents in mayhem where gat is now like gat and the rest of the crew are pretty much no longer gangbangers they become agents government agents and everything which opens up for the spin-off game Agents of Mayhem, in which you go to Seoul, South Korea, and which you're is, part of
1: uh Gat's birthplace.
0: Yeah, Gat's birthplace. And you're trying to take down a terrorist organization and you got characters that returned, like Pierce, Kinsey, Shandi, Oleg. Um, a lot of people theorize that Hollywood was the boss character. Yep. But it was it was pretty much their way of not rebooting but telling a different story with the same characters yes and essentially that's that's where i left off at was agents of mayhem was the last saints row game before this reboot in which agents of mayhem actually ended in a way where they were going to do a sequel where the agents pull out a soul and then um the main villain's daughter seemingly takes over but due to low agents of mayhem did not do well no it was no, not no, no. perceived well i like it it's fun it has fun gameplay mechanics they took out co-op which was something that was a little sad so it's pretty much you running in a group of three people doing a bunch of missions but in terms of its canonicalness to the saints row franchise it was just a spinoff game Yep. That went off of the recreate or or God starting a new universe and Gat essentially refinding his friends and crew through the new Agents of Mayhem. Yes. So with all that being said... But we don't talk about
1: Agents of Mayhem.
0: <laughs> with all that being said and David's saltiness to Agents of Mayhem, let's talk about the newest entry to the Saints Row franchise here, the or- reboot. rather the
1: 22nd let's talk about what we can there's not much we know about the game
0: the only things we know is we play as an x so we everybody that forms the new saints worked as a part of the crews that are currently in the city with uh let let me look up the names of them real quick i have i have the description of the game here um blah, blah 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 So there's three gangs. There's the Los Panteros, the Idols, and the Marshals. Your character is an ex-member of the Marshals, which is a military group that's in, um, what was the name of this? Santo Aliso, which is the city that you're now dropped into. So you're an ex marshal that joins together with a bunch of other ex-gang members from the other gangs to form a new gang called the saints which is essentially the story synopsis uh the game's credited as being the biggest and best saints robe sandbox that was ever created we get to witness the birth of the newer rebooted saints the world is supposed to have a more grounded realism but maintain the Wacky weirdness that the Saints Row saga has became known to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know as of right now they're uh, emphasizing that you get a wingsuit, and that there's going to be aerial play as well as ground play. The character customization is really good. There's we got character customization,
1: and then we've seen the weapon customization, the vehicle customization, which is something that a lot of games don't really touch on.
0: I was listening to a person talking about how this is gonna be the biggest disappointment in the franchise. Granted, the person that I watched that did the video on TikTok was like very against Saints Row in general. But um he was saying this game is being marketed as a triple A game where it's no better than a double A game. Which is perspective. I don't think any of the Saints Row games were ever triple A games. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was ever there intended to be a triple A blockbuster. I think what we're going to get with this is probably yeah, it's going to be one of the best Saints rows. It's going to be hard to compete in my personal spot against Saints Row 2. But as what I've seen so far with the intro to the game, the founding of the Saints through that video that we got to see, the references, the combat, and just a bunch of other things. I'm really excited. It's probably one of my more highly anticipated games of the year. Hmm. But at the same time, I'm also a little hesitant because I don't want to see features that I've grown to like with Saints Row not be in this one.
1: So what I'm doing to prepare for this game is I'm not accepting or I'm not expecting anything to
2: be.
1: I'm expecting it to be a good, solid story. So I guess I am expecting something and I'm (laughs) expecting to have some fun.
0: I definitely, regardless of how the story goes, I know me and you will have a lot of fun, especially since one of the features that they talk about in the game is seamless co-op with all new pranks that you could pull on your teammates. So I'm curious to see what shit me and you could do against each other. I'm excited to see what side activities are going to be either coming back or being introduced. Right. Um, I definitely feel a sense of Watch Dogs 2 in this and the terms of like being an influencer and looking to kind of become popular in a way that Watch Dogs 2 did. With gather- mm. gathering influence and gathering like followers. Right. Because the way that I've seen this game be marketed is we're we're a gang that's coming up in the city, but we're also not like straight up gangbangers. It's taking that idle perspective of we're trying to be the runners of this city and have people want to follow us. Right. We're not just the gang trying to take over the gangs. We're a gang that's trying to take over Saints Row's version of Las Vegas.
1: I would not say it's Las Vegas. It literally
0: states as Las Vegas. Okay, Las Vegas. Anyway, that's one of the city parts that you could go to because obviously there's multiple parts to the map. One of which is a Las Vegas inspired. Majestic beauty. I'm excited. What are some features that you are hoping they bring from previous Saints Row titles into this new one? Mm.
1: The ability, so this is going to be kind of a weird one. So, you remember the cache or the cash from uh Saints Row. Four and three. So with Saints of the Three, it was as you took over the city, it was an automatic money thing that just yeah
0: that you could access through your phone.
1: Yeah, and it just and then automatically or you
0: accessed it through the simulation menu.
1: Yeah, I hope that they allow us to do that so that way. We can have a passive income on top of the money that we are actually going out. And,
0: well, Row uh, 2 had it, too. One, two, all of them had it. Because if you visited your safe houses, you could go no, to the I'm, safe. And I'm, I'm aware
1: of that, but that's like not having to go like, to the safe have house. At
0: I do hope that it has a phone menu, because I think it'd be pretty cool to incorporate with like what Grand Theft Auto does with the pictures. Uh-huh. And stuff, or just even having a more of a world based inside of itself. Right. So, like Grand Theft Auto Five, you had the internet that had like a bunch of useless but funny things to like troll through. You had the contact list, which I'm hoping they keep that in there with it as well, where you could call in homies and do stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they bring in. Obviously, we've seen a lot of their customizationable stuff like the guns vehicles and character i hope we could take over safe houses and customize that too like if they're giving us that much free will with the characters weapons and vehicles i hope we could choose what our place looks like obviously through like a demo playthrough we could see where character lives during his depression period like right after you get fired from the marshals and you're like trying to I, I love that part in the in the demo where he's like trying to make waffles and the waffles just won't go into the machine and he gets I, all frustrated. I he's did having, not watch that part. Oh Mark, my God, right? dude. The video. So there's there a segment in the game where you just pretty much have to go through depression. Right. It, it, the mission is like literally just go through depression and your character is like, you have to try to get him up out of bed and you're like pressing the button. He's like, oh. Oh. Uh.
1: Right. And then it's
0: like, shower and then your characters like just standing there and it's like make waffles and you drop waffles into the toaster and you press the button to go down and they just shoot back up and you do it like four or five times and it's just it's so relatable because me personally I have felt that and been there where it's like you feel what this character is feeling and I just think experiences like that is what's going to make this game fun and good. Right. But I hope in the future of when you're taking over the cities That like when you're building your criminal empire, you get to customize it to your own liking instead of it being something that's predetermined and you're either going to like it or you don't like it. Mm -hmm. Um, Other features I hope they bring back. I hope one of the side activities is still insurance fraud as that's like one of my favorite side activities. But I I hope they take a note of like, let us do wacky shit. Let us do something that's just like, okay, this is a criminal activity but how do we make it funny? How do we vandalize properties, but do it in a way that people are going to laugh? Let's have them drive a septic tank and spray shit everywhere. It's that kind of intuitive thinking that made Saints Row 2 good, and I think would do a lot for this game.
1: No, absolutely.
0: Other things I'm hoping they bring in is uh, character development. I really don't want two-dimensional characters and homies. Especially since we're dealing with a whole new cast of people and the amount of love and time that we've put into the original cast, the characters. I want to be able to really like these characters, but I want them to have a personality that sets them apart from being oh, this person's a hacker like Kinsey was. This is the Kinsey character. Oh, you're the badass like wearing shades guy. You're you're this game's Johnny Gat. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I want them to have personalities i want like rare dialogue if you hang out with them that kind of stuff
1: yeah well i mean we'll we'll definitely see
0: another thing i'm excited for that we haven't had spoiled yet is every saints row game has an amazing soundtrack and i am highly anticipating what the soundtrack for this game is going to be granted i'm not a fan of newer music nowadays but i'm still kind of I, I know there's going to be at least a few songs like there is in every game where it's just like, this is what I want in my media player. This is what I'll listen to on repeat when I'm not recording. Right. So any any features for you? Any
1: Any more features? No. No?
0: No. Nope. Well, everybody, um, as we said earlier, let's actually do this real quick. Let's do a ranking. Rank your, you'll do your ranking list first. I'll do mine.
1: Okay, so from worst to best or best to worst?
0: Best to worst.
1: Okay, excluding the remake because obviously neither of us have actually played it yet. Played it yet, yeah. All right, so you said best to worst?
0: Best to worst.
1: All right, best for me, Saints Row 2,
2: Saints Row 4, then Got Out of Hell,
1: and then 3 and then 1.
0: And then obviously Agents of Mayhem at the bottom of yours.
1: I do not talk about, I do not consider Agents of Mayhem a Saints Row game.
0: But it is.
1: I'm aware it is, but it. I don't talk about it.
0: All right. For me, obviously Saints Row 2 is my favorite. It's the one that I've played the most and I can literally just jump in it right now and spend hours and have fun. It never right. gets old. I love the world of Saints Row 2. Saints Row 4 is second. Saints Row One is my third. Saints Row Got Out of Hell would be next, followed Mm. by three, then Agents of Mayhem at the bottom. Gotcha. Despite liking Agents of Mayhem, I do personally feel it's like the weakest in the series. Right. But I do like it. Like, I played it a couple days ago and was having fun. Just jumping around, soul. It's Hollywood dressed as Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. We spent at least a good two hours talking about the Saints Row franchise.
1: Three hours. Three.
0: It's a three-hour-long podcast. This was yes. fun though.
1: It honestly did not feel
0: like three hours for me.
1: It didn't feel like three hours until about thirty minutes ago.
0: Until John messaged me, was like, "Hey, you guys want to play Halo?" Yeah, <laughs> but,
1: and at that point, point I was like oh man it's already 1 in the morning
0: shit all right everybody we are going to end this podcast here I apologize for how long this episode oh. has been um, we hope you like our in-depth talking about the Saints Row franchise we look forward to playing the reboot on the 22nd 23rd whatever day we're able to download and have it done David will obviously have it done in like two minutes because he has that ultra god internet. As soon as you today. purchase it,
1: it'll it'll be downloaded.
0: I'm purchasing it this Thursday, so I'm gonna be downloading it from Thursday to the 22nd. It'll but
1: hopefully, be done. <laughs>
0: hopefully, <laughs> it should. It should. I downloaded it again just just in right time
1: for that day one patch. I all fucking cry.
0: But thank you guys so much for watching. If you guys watched this, you could, you obviously knew where it was. If you guys didn't watch us do the video call over Zoom, where you could see our facial features, hand gestures, and everything else, you could find it on the Nerdgasmic Goodfellas YouTube channel. There will be a link down in the description below for the YouTube video. And if you're listening to it on the podcast streaming services, you could find it in the description of the podcast episode um we'll have links to everything down below my youtube channel instagram twitter everything all the social medias for everybody that is a part of the nerdgasm Good goodfellas we hope you enjoyed this episode we'll see you guys next week for brian's beyond john's um episode
2: hopefully goodbye everybody bye